Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our look in the book of Judges. We're still in chapter 15, looking at verses 6b through 8. The Philistine populace exacts revenge on Samson's intended bride and her father for their role in Samson's treachery. So let's hear what happened. Verse 6b through verse 8 reads, So the Philistines came up and burned her and her father with fire. Samson said to them, Since you would do a thing like this, I will surely take revenge on you, and after that I will cease. So he attacked them hip and thigh with a great slaughter. Then he went down and dwelt in the cleft of the rock of Etham. Again, Judges chapter 15, verses 6b through 8, read from the New King James Version. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. Hi, I'm the host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening. If you don't mind, go ahead and like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. You can also hear my podcast almost everywhere podcasts are heard. That again was Judges chapter 15 verses 6b through 8, read from the New King James Version. This is uh, the Philistines. They They retaliated against Samson by killing his wife and her family. The Philistines had threatened Samson's wife that if she would not give get the, the riddle out of him, that they would burn her and her father's house with fire. She, to save herself and oblige her countrymen, betrayed her husband. And what came out of it? The very thing she feared and sought by sin to avoid happened anyway. It came upon her. She and her father's house were burnt with fire. And her countrymen, whom she sought to oblige by the wrong she did to her husband, brought the evil upon her. The Philistines burned her and her father with fire. So they were in the house. It wasn't like just the house caught a fire. They were in the house. God uses all of this to his advantage and to his plan for the salvation of the children of Israel to uh, to redeem them. Yet, because of Samson's disobedience, it all happened at a great personal cost to him. And if we think about our own choices that we make, what's the personal cost? Especially if the Holy Spirit is guiding and leading in a different direction and we're choosing to go our own way and, you know, despite the cost, which, you know, sin does cost. So it, this caused him, it cost him a lot. It cost him more than he probably was willing to pay. But let's continue listening to the commentaries. Um, Samson told them that I'm going to get revenge on you. And after that, I'll cease. 
we have here the bitter story of retaliation, of trying to avenge wrongs done to us. Retaliation is a never-ending story. It's the reason for many wars and one that no one wins in the end. Those who trust in God must be able to say retaliation belongs to God. I'll let him settle the score. And that's usually my take on things, but sometimes you just got to do it. You just got to say it. You got to do something because, you know, we know it belongs in God's hands. But sometimes we just want to, you know, help him. <laughs> uh, let me continue. Jesus told us not to retaliate an eye for an eye, which was uh, what was in the uh, Old Testament. He said, don't do that anymore, but take control of the situation by giving it over to God. And when we do this, we act like God, who, who did not retaliate against us for our sins and rebellion, but instead gave his son to die for us. And we thank God for that. He attacked them hip and thigh. So this was a little confusing too. The two commentaries had something different to say, but let's just listen. This is an expression for a cruel, unsparing slaughter. Samson was a one-man army against the Philistines. So he smote them hip and thigh with a great stroke. We uh, suppose the wounds he gave them might ha must have been mortal, and therefore they called it a great slaughter. Some think he only lamed them, but that wouldn't be a slaughter. They, he didn't just disable them either. He disabled them for service. A slaughter means a slaughter. <laughs> he killed them all. He smote them with his hip up on thigh. That is, with the strength he had, not in his arms and hands, but in his hips and thighs. For he kicked and spurred at them. And so mortified them, trod them in his anger, and trampled them in his fury. And then he went to hide. He dwelt in the cleft of the rock of Etham. Samson had no more family and could uh, trust virtually no one. Well, we know his mother and father were still alive, but he didn't have a wife anymore. He lived like a fugitive, alone in a cave a natural fortress in the top of the rock of Etham. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the lessons from your word. The main one that I have received is that retaliation belongs to you. And another lesson that I have received is that sometimes because of our disobedience, it comes at a great cost. And it's fair to suppose that if Samson were obedient, God would have furthered his plan in a way that blessed Samson. But Samson acted impulsively, irrationally. I mean, if you're gonna demand from your parents that I want this woman right now, and you're outside of God's will, you can tell that he did things his own way and because of his choices came the choice came a price because of his choices he paid a price for him but and so do we father we're praying for those who need you in a special way we're praying for all of the needs so many so many needs we're praying and um, um, asking for you to bless those who need a special blessing from you a special touch from you 
for uh, help from you. We're uh, just casting all of our cares on you. We don't know what others are praying for, but God, you know what's on our hearts. Praying for bereaved family, especially at our family. We lost one of my cousins, but she lived a good long life, so we thank you for that. We're praying for those who are uh, as their age. Is praying for my sister-in-law. Uh, who my husband said her breathing is labored now. She's on, um, it's to her age. It's not anything, you know, dramatic. But we're praying for her, God. We're praying that if she wants to live, that you continue to give her breath and not let it be a struggle in the name of Jesus. And we're thanking you because we're trusting you. Thanking you in advance for answered prayers. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.